0: Welcome, everyone, back to the afternoon edition of the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub, and you should too. The question we're asking today is Are the fallen angels being released soon? And what would that mean for all of us? We are going to be looking into the book of Enoch today as I continue our Enoch study. Now we've been doing Enoch studies for a very, very long time here on this channel. However, we are continuing and we're actually only in chapter four as of now. So we are in book three, book of Noah, chapter four, which is Secrets of the Parables. What is up, Shelley? How are you doing? Jason Bullion, welcome. Kimberly Sanchez, welcome. We've got a bunch of people over here on TikTok as well. Thank you guys for joining uh, Truth Seeker 1970 welcome. James Barber, thanks for joining. Sooner, welcome. User36, welcome. As we get a bunch of people joining in the chat here, we are going to be talking about fallen angels, extraterrestrials, the gods, sons of God, Elohim. Uh, you name them, we will talk about them. And uh, this is going to be an interesting one today. I love getting into this. Enoch is like really where I started this whole thing at. Uh, The Book of Enoch is one of my absolute favorite books. Um, It is not considered canon by a lot of people within the biblical context. However, it is considered highly relevant by people like myself, uh as far as understanding the mythology and the creation myth and so the book of enoch uh to me it ties in with the same type of understanding as the enuma elish the babylonian creation tablets written in a different time period but uh very very relevant in my opinion as far as understanding um different points of views on what these fallen angels are or extraterrestrials or the gods, whatever you want to call them. So, yeah, Lord of the Rings, a little bit uh, of the Smeagol vibes here. Um, and so, you know, here's our archetypal fallen angel for today. Uh, what a lot of people kind of view that they might look like. Um, some people view that they look exactly like us. However, if you look at the Enuma Elish, um, when Marduk was creating humanity, uh, he said, I will take, uh, essentially, he says, I'll take my genetic material and, and build a new frame for them. Uh, he actually says, "I'll take my blood and uh, fashion bone for them." So uh, that's kind of how I decode it or decipher it. And as we get into chapter four of the Book of Noah today, here um, this is again from the the larger canon of the Book of Enoch, um, the complete works of the Books of Enoch, which I do have available on my stand store. You can check it out in my profile. Um, you can also get there uh, with a quick link by going to cubcuker, Uh That'll get you over there as well. Today is brought to you by our Mythos community of patron supporters. Bless you guys. I love you all. We've got several in the chat already. Thank you for being here. Thank you for the support. And I will shout you guys out later as well as talk more about Mythos, how you guys can get involved in what we're doing here on the channel. So, Without further ado, jumping into chapter four, it says, And after my grandfather Enoch gave me teaching of all the secrets in the book of the parables, which had been given to him, and he put them together for me in the words of the book of parables. And on that day, Michael answered Raphael and said, The power of the Spirit transports and makes me to tremble because of the severity of the judgment of the secrets, the judgment of the angels who can endure the severe judgment which has been executed and before which they melt away and michael answered saying raphael who is he whose heart is not softened concerning it and whose reins are not troubled by his words of judgment and has gone forth upon them because those who have thus led them out guys it drives me nuts how proper old english this is written in um, I'm from West Texas and I have such a hard time reading this. So, um, basically they're having a conversation back and forth here, um, and saying, well, why are you troubled, um, with the judgment of these kind of lower angels? Um, and then he says it, it, uh, came to pass that he stood before the Lord of spirits. Michael said thus to Raphael, I will not take their part under the eye of the Lord for the Lord of spirits has been angry with them. Because they do as if they were the Lord. So now we don't know who the Lord of spirits is in this, by the way, God bless you guys for the stars, whoever's sending me that many stars. Thank you so much. Uh, 12,000 stars already. Thank you. Uh, that, that helps me more than, you know, guys, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and you guys over on TikTok that want to send stars or coins or hats or whatever. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so ultimately like with the lord of spirits like we don't know who it is i gather from it that it is another high entity or high being uh yeah absolutely lots of alien faces um and so the reason i gather that is we see that enoch goes up and speaks with this lord of spirits annie says me too um what is up annie how are you doing uh love you cub missy says missy thank you so much Thank you, Annie. Um, who all do we have in here? Adam, Adam, brother, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you are too kind, my friend. Um, so anyway, as I continue on with this, you caught me off guard. Thank you that the, uh, the stars make me smile. Um, I need to, I need to calm down on that, but I, it's been a rough uh, spring break and and that really, really lifts my spirits. So thank you. Um, i assume that this lord of spirits is again like a high evolutionary entity extraterrestrial entity because uh enoch stands before him like we see earlier uh enoch stands before him by the way everything in the book of enoch does not necessarily go together it jumps around it's very much like the bible where yeah there's a lot of connections but it doesn't all corroborate each other it doesn't all make perfect sense you can go look up all the indiscrepancies within the biblical canon, and there's like thousands of disagreements in there where this doesn't line up or it very clearly says one thing in one place and something completely opposite in another. Uh, one great example is where it talks about how Moses was unalived on the mountain and that God um, was the one that knew where his body was, that he had hidden him um, away. And then in another chapter and verse that literally has Mike, uh, Archangel Michael, I believe, speaking, and he says that only Satan knows where the body was because Satan was the one that hid, that hid him. Now, you can look at that as an indiscrepancy or you can look at it as clues from points of view. Now, we have to understand that different books are written from different points of view. If I wrote a book and you wrote a book about the same subject, it would be from that point of view. Yes, she walks in light. Says, is Yahweh secretly Satan? I don't think he's secretly Satan anymore. After all the study we've done on here, after all the study other channels have done to just really look in, like just a really authentic, raw look at like, who is this God of the Old Testament? And he shares certainly more in common with the accuser, with the the flesh God, uh, even, you know, as it says, Moses stood and spoke with him and received the law um and that uh even literally always says i am the god of flesh and jesus says my father is not the father of flesh yet he's the father of spirit uh again i'm paraphrasing but you can put together all of that from your own study the only way you can get there is to fully deconstruct and what is deconstruction it's not destroying anything you don't have to like lose your faith what happens with an authentic deconstruction process is you realize that the men and women that have brought you the doctrine and the dogma for 2,000 years um, ultimately had their own points of view. And you can, with your own authority, look at scripture, look at any mythology and go, what is what is not what is the narrative you can look at what is look at the characteristics of the god that is served in the old testament look at the characteristics of the gods that are served in the ancient mythologies and they have more in common with extraterrestrials than they do with an a benevolent all-encompassing all-encompassing loving father of love and light unity that type of thing and source and actually i think we're about to get into a part here in the secrets of the parables where i think source is talked about and we're gonna we're gonna continue because we've we've been going through book of enoch and i had one understanding early on when we started this and another uh later on so um and guys i'm gonna get a green screen i'm sorry about the flashing i don't know why facebook can come up with a perfectly good filter for the green screen and i don't flash in and out and TikTok has not figured it out because just by me moving my face. Um, anyway, you know, that, that that's neither here nor there. Um, but it is really annoying because it just keeps giving me, uh, you know, uh, retro vibes here. So it came to pass when he stood before the Lord of Spirits. Michael said thus to Raphael, I will not take part. I will not take their part under the eye of the Lord for the Lord of Spirits is has been angry with them because they do as if they were the Lord. Now I want you to remember Lord. Uh, there's, there's some theories out there and stuff that Lord actually means Satan. Um, I take Lord as it means flesh, ego, God of the flesh and ego. Essentially um, it is a Lord or a, a captor of um, a human entity or race or a consciousness. And so um, and also Lord very loosely too means it's like someone who's just in charge of a group of people, um, in medieval times, they would call different, my Lord, my lady type thing. So, you know, it's very, um, very much a loose term, just like Elohim is, uh, Elohim often translated means gods, um, or, you know, divine ones, or, um, even sons of God in some translations. So we have to like really understand that this language has come so far and what they were talking about back then is not necessarily what we understand today. We have movies and television that have given us a sci-fi minded point of view and we we often try to separate well the gods are different from what extraterrestrials in say like the X-Files or something is uh, when honestly there may not be as big of a difference as we want to believe and so that's kind of how I approach all of this. Um, let's see. Uh, I met Odin when I was astral traveling, uh, crazy, like 15 feet tall. Hey, that's pretty interesting. My friend, um, you know, a lot of people can astral travel. Um, yeah, I'm not one of them. Um, I've had some kind of out of body dreams before. I certainly am not one that can do it at will. I know some people have that gift and that is incredible. Um, I think ultimately I am, um, I have other gifts, um that i think are are beautiful as well but um some people can do that like at will and that's that's really cool my friend so uh thank you for sharing that um so as we continue here we're going to get into verse five it says after this judgment they shall terrify and make them tremble because they have shown this to those who dwell on the earth now remember the watchers are the ones that came down they gave gifts to humanity Um, through different things like plant medicines, they gave magic, they taught the instruments of war, they taught um, all kinds of different things that were like esoteric teachings. Um, And the alleged accusation um, within the book of Enoch is that basically caused humanity to fall apart. Um, It was not what the gods wanted. Um, And I say the gods because we see multiple entities in this. Um, And I don't think anybody can argue that there's definitely multiple like higher realm entities within this that you could easily call the gods. Now, I separate the gods from source. A lot of people will go, no, 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 there's one true God. Like, I understand that. That's what I lovingly refer to as source, the supreme being, the universal intelligence, whatever you want to call it. Not a manifested 3D or 5D or 8D or 12D or whatever entity. But something completely outside of any dimensional understanding, something that emanates through every realm of vibration and ultimately has manifestations of itself filtered through different vibrational frequencies which are masked in our ego. And by the way, I think there's ego in 5D as well. I think often within the spiritual community, we want to go, 5D earth is the thing that's coming. It's going to be beautiful. Everyone's going to love each other. Guys, I believe that there will still be egos even in like a higher realm or another incarnation of more a glorified body. Because if the angels can do it, then we can too, right? Like even if we end up in a body that's you know not meant for physical, pleasure in the the view of like i can look at it and go oh that's a beautiful person because like if you think about how humanity is designed with like a lot of different aesthetic um but yet extraterrestrials all of the testimonies we have of them is they're pretty much devoid of anything like hair uh anything like distinguishing features other than obviously large head large crown chakra definitely massive biological computer going on in here Um, A lot of people have reported that they actually have a third eye chakra that's more open or at least more prevalent, uh, uh, more uh, prevalent on the actual forehead there. Um, And so those are just different reports that I hear and stuff. I have zero proof of any of this, by the way. Um, So, you know, we can only speculate. And, And guys, literally in this chat now, there's people that I know who've seen these things. They've interacted with them. They see their ships all the time. Um, and I fully believe, you know, a lot of these testimonies because there's too many of them. There's too many of them. And even what might be kind of this mass unveiling right now, I think people have already been experiencing them. Um, uh, dude behind me, I know. Right. Hey. Um, so, um, with that, um, Interesting, Kelly. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's definitely, you know, even younger kids have experienced these entities a whole lot easier, I think, than adults. And a lot of that is like, you know, even when Jesus said like, you know, you must become like a little child, think about the frequency of the brainwaves that a child has They're They're fluently creating within a God consciousness of the monster under my bed is real or the angel on the house is real or the whatever the you know alien in the woods is real because it is because they're like in tune with that realm and that manifestation is very real for them whereas the adult may not even see it but it does not mean it's not there and so that's like that is one of the hardest concepts to get around because you literally dip into the territory of people just looking at you and going well you're insane so um cub has lost it. He's absolutely goofy now. Um, uh, well, you probably knew that in the first place, right? So Scott, what's up my brother? Uh, um, that's why the education system is so damaging. Yeah. I mean, think about that too. Like, you know, I love learning. I love, love, love learning. And I was homeschooled and for good reason. Um, and one of those reasons was so that I could think freely and that I could explore at my own rate. I could explore, um, as a creator rather than um, being put into a box. And ultimately, um, you know, I won't get anywhere near political on any of this, but but at the end of the day, um, I am all about free learning, freedom, free um, expression, um, the ability to love whoever you want, the ability to live your life however you want. Um, so ultimately, Uh, You guys know I'm a big old hippie. Um, I'm an entertainer and an enlightener. And ultimately, you're going to lead yourself into um, the understanding that you need at any given time. And that's why we're all at different places here. This is not a community where we are all on the same frequency and wavelength all the time. Guys, there's days that I'm at such a low vibration, you keep me going. And there's days that the community seems to be at a low vibration and I'm like just over here buzzing, like, let's go, let's go, let's go. So it really is this ecosystem and that's what I love about this. And so as we see this, it's almost like the angels and humanity was supposed to have this ecosystem. There was kind of a way that it was set up for better or for worse. And this Lord of spirits, which by the way, I think is the archetypal, like the Enlil character in the Anunnaki, which is kind of the, the god that was like a high evolutionary being that wanted to terraform and genetically modify uh, a hominid that was on this planet uh, maybe even a a more ascended being and kind of bring them down lower in vibration and start making out of what was already created which we don't honestly have a whole lot of data on and then um, ultimately start making a people which is all of us now uh that would serve at the will of the gods and then you have ascended masters or lucifers that start coming into the system that are bearing light against the constructed systems of control be it extraterrestrial or gods or religiosity or churchianity or um, the control uh, powers that be powers and principalities right Um, and so you have these light bearers coming into the matrix that are going, Hey, wait a minute. Remember who you are. Remember that ye are gods. Remember who you really are. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mark says, people say I'm mad when I tell them, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I totally understand, man. Um, so, you know, Enlil to me though, is like, he is that archetypal Yahweh, Yaldabaoth, the Demiurge, like you know probably did i mean obviously what he did was was incredible right but at the same time i don't see any data that he did it for good reasons he wanted control he wanted service he wanted gold virgins he wanted sacrifices he wanted people to literally lift everything for him and call him the only god and i'm sorry but i don't think that source ever said that and you have like jesus krishna buddha Uh, all of them coming kind of in the name of this like incredible entity that is just love and it emanates through all things and it's not just love like in that kumbaya place where everything's fine it's like it's love where all is god and it's like when you get to that point then you can sit in the place of the consciousness of buddha the consciousness of christ the consciousness of krishna Um, and those manifestations and those projections of the supreme being ultimately i think show the characteristics of the supreme being way more than this dualistic flesh-based god that um uh, that allegedly created us according to these mythologies but as you study metaphysics you start to go wait a minute ye are gods what are we creating what are we manifesting and so that that gets a whole nother level and that's why i love looking at like all of this like ancient hebrew mythology we look at the ancient hindu and and, and mystic mythologies we look at um, all kinds of different ones around here. And so I love, love, love looking into that. Even the Gnostic mythologies of creation are really interesting. So um, yeah. So Enlil says nobody can go through the, to the Father except through me. Uh sounds familiar. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so that's kind of where I like I see that Jesus adopted or readopted a lot of that language um to basically because everything he said people assumed he was corroborating that entity in the old testament but in my understanding enki and enlil like enki is the luciferian influence he's the one that's like hey i want humanity to see who they really are i want to help them i want to enlighten them um and i'm going to keep incarnating until they remember and by the way i will be unalive for them if i have to And so that's what i see like jesus as and even that language of like no one comes to the father except through me if you actually understand that uh yeah absolutely father anu um if you understand that then you understand the yogic traditions of how you can actually sit in that place of enlightenment and say i am the way the truth and the life no one comes to the father except through me because i can't go to the father unless it's through me and like it's it's a it's a universal statement of consciousness alignment and coming into agreement with the oneness of self um that ultimately is i think like a beautiful place to sit when you really start to realize that so um let's see renee welcome how are you doing um hey everyone. uh Morg says what is up? How are you my friend? Uh user25 says ancient sumerian Yeah, absolutely. Ancient sumerian texts are really really good to get a bearing and an understanding of some of the earlier uh mythologies of how we may have come into being. So, um that's why I love looking at this. But we get into verse 6 it says and behold the names of those angels. The first of them is Sam The second is Artaquifa. And the third is Armin, the fourth is Kokabel, sound familiar. Uh, there's another god by the name Kokabel. The fifth is Turiel, and the sixth is Ramjal, Ja, that sound familiar too. Uh, the seventh is Danjal, and the eighth is Neaquel, the ninth is Barakwell, and the tenth is Azazel. Now we all know Azazel from like the Marvel comics and stuff. Uh, the 11th is Armaros, and the 12th is Bartjal, and the 13th is Buzagel, the 14th is Hanuel, and the 15th is Turiel, and the 16th is Simapazel, and the 17th is Jetriel, and the 18th is Tumiel, and the 19th is Turiel, and the 20th is Rumiel, and the 21st, Azazel. Um... So, there are two Azazels, apparently. I did not know that until I just read that. So um, These are the chiefs of their angels and their names, and the chief ones over hundreds and over fifties and over tens. The names of the first, uh, Jacon, that is, the one who led astray the sons of God, that brought them down to earth and led them astray through the daughters of men now that is interesting because a lot of this like gets attributed to other angels and so the name of the first is j-e-q-o-n jekon um and it sounds very similar to jacob right um i'm just connecting the dots i'm not saying i'm this person but i mean come on You got to understand like all of these names connect, all of these different tribes connect, all of the different. And guys, I don't pretend to understand any of it, by the way. I'm just sharing it in a way where I'm freely talking about it. And there's very few people freely talking about it without the conspiracy theory or the I know this and this is going to happen and we have to blah, blah, blah. And that's not what my motivation is. So my big question today is we all know about the scripture, you know, where it's like, that these angels are tied up under the Euphrates river. And when, when it drops, they'll be released and everything, There a vibration that's going to be released. Is there a timeline that we step into then or are actual entities? Is that when we get to see a ship literally rise up out of the sands in the desert and begin to do whatever the next part of that prophecy is, you know, uh, I have no idea. Ultimately, um, Ultimately, for me, I'm just really honored that I get to be alive in this time and see what might happen. And I think that that's one of the coolest places we can all sit is to just sit in love, observe, stay in Christ consciousness, love each other, um, continue to ascend. And um, ultimately, the vocals changed when you said that. Interesting, Kelly, when I said what? Um, oh, uh, the spaceship coming out of the, the sand. Um, yeah, uh, you never know what frequency is, uh, flying through the interwebs with this. So, um, but anyway, again, guys, for all intents and purposes, I look at all of this as mythology. Do I, yeah, rise up from the Euphrates. Absolutely. Uh, do I look at it as mythology? Cause I think it's not true. No. Do I look at it as mythology? Cause I think it is true. no. I look at it as mythology because I understand mythology as stories and archetypes and esoteric understandings and visions and recountings of what people knew, understood, or were told as a means to try to understand our past and ultimately a spiritual truth about who we are. And so that's why I look at all of these as a mythology. I don't try to take credit from anyone and say your document is not truth. It has nothing to do with that. Ultimately, I look at it as mythology because I can't prove any of it any more than you can prove that you're real by looking in the mirror. So ultimately we're looking in a mirror to try to decipher what is rather than trying to prove anything here on this channel. Um, And so with that, um, we definitely, I think all have, have our own uh, work cut out for us here to just continue to seek authentically and try to figure out what all of this means because you're ultimately gonna get a point of view. You'll get a point of view from a pulpit. You'll get a point of view from the news outlets. You'll get a point of view from your friends and family. You'll get a point of view from uh, the conspiracy theorists out there. And, And ultimately, I think all of those are so rooted in a bias and in a narrative to be told, rather than like, let's look at it and look at like, what entity do you wanna be aligned with? I wanna be aligned with Galactic Federation of Light. I want to be aligned with the light bearers. I want to be aligned with the light workers. I want to be aligned with the seekers. I want to be aligned with people that are loving each other into a better place in life. Ultimately, that's where I want to be aligned. So I look for the gods and the entities and the prophets and the knowers and the seers, the star seeds or whatever you want to call them that align with that. So, uh, timeless. What's up? How are you doing, my friend? Um, Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Great point, my friend. I feel that the same gods are playing multiple roles throughout human history. Yeah, definitely. I do too. Um, There's also, you can see like Yahweh in the Old Testament, he adopts like a bunch of different archetypes from other gods and almost like just absorbs them. And we we can assume that's for the story purposes, but I think we can also deduct that ultimately that energy and ego can absorb other entities around it into one entity. And and then that entity can continue to say, I am the only God. There are no other gods before me. Like, think about that and think about how, like, we all know an egotistical friend, right? That like you're in a group and it's all about that person. It absorbs all the personalities of the people around it. Um, and ultimately it is that ego within that group of people that has to have the last word, the first word, all the opinions, all the control. Um, and so like you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. We all have a friend like that or have had a friend like that or have been the friend like that, by the way, uh, the God you served says a lot about your ego and your consciousness ultimately. So um, and if you serve no God and you're like, oh, I serve source or I serve self or I serve others. Um, that's a, actually a really good place to be, in my opinion, because uh, we have an opportunity to experience truth within at that place instead of trying to continue to project as I try to sneeze here. Uh, instead of trying to continue to project what we want or need in a God. I mean, how many? if you go ask your best friend, like, who is God? they're going to give you uh, a line reading probably from a text or an experience that they've had based on their personality of who God should be. I've had a lot of people say, God is a warrior. God is a judge. God is, you know, he's going to come and fix everything in the world. He's going to wage war. And then I've had people, God is love. He's in everything. Uh, You know, but I just don't understand why he was a certain way in the old Testament, you know, or you may have some people like, Hey, you are God. Like, and so it's like where is that and it's like the more the ego dissolves the more god becomes all of us the more we are in him i am in the father and the father is in me like we start to understand that yogic language that ascended master type language the i am absolutely the i am um, and again i have flashes of it very small very small pieces of it as i continue to work continue to grow, continue to deepen my understanding and dissolve my ego, burn through karmic cycles, the more I understand that I am in that present moment, absolutely. So, um, let's see, let's see. Oh, United Kingdom, yeah, what's up, how are you? Um, Katrina says, uh, what are angels? So let's talk about that real quick. Before I talk about that, Please, if you want to support what I'm doing, thank you guys for the stars. Thank you for the gifts. If you're watching on YouTube or listening on the podcast afterwards, you can click the button that says super thanks. If you give me a super thanks and a question in there, I do my best to try to answer it on the next podcast. That really, really helps me out. Whether you do a $10, $20, whatever is up to you. Those super thanks help me a super ton. So thank you for that over on the YouTube end. You can also give a one-time donation on the podcast And if you're like, dude, I love what Cub's doing and I love the community and I just want to go deeper with it, get more access to like-minded people, continual conversation as well as live calls on the weekends. We have a Saturday, every Saturday we have a live call and we just get to talk on a Zoom type call with the whole community. It's over on my website, www.cubcooker.com. It's only nine bucks a month and it's called the Mythos Patron Community and it's literally a bunch of supporters like-minded people we're all at different points different walks of life different opinions and viewpoints Uh, i'm not there to tell anyone anything or uh, dictate anything amongst our uh, our community ultimately we're all seeking we're all walking each other home but i do try to facilitate great conversation on the weekends with that where we can talk in a more audible way Um, and really get our voices heard back and forth. So it's called Mythos Patron Supporter Community. Nine bucks a month on my website. I will personally welcome you over there. Today, we have a constant 24-7 chat going as well with all of these concepts. So uh, go check it out. I really appreciate it. Jacob says, great group of people. What's up, Leathercraft Nation? How are you? I'm about to go outside and shake my fist at a neighbor who's decided to pull up in front of my house and honk at the other neighbor's house and get my dogs barking so welcome to the live podcast i promise you guys the more you support this and grow this i will purchase build or rent a proper studio so that we can do this all the time in a professional manner so i love you guys thank you for joining today i'm going to answer a few questions uh melissa says uh join the mythos family amazing group of people yeah it really is and i've started uh going through i try to answer people's questions in there too to the best of my ability, not to tell you what's right or wrong, but just to kind of you know give you some encouragement if I can in your walk. And uh, I try to do that through the chat. I dropped a bunch of different videos today, just personally answering people in there. So a lot more access, a lot of really cool people in there. Uh, please consider joining it. Um, so let's get to some questions here. Uh, Jet says, love the artwork. Thank you, my friend. Uh, this is actually version five of the AI I'm using. Um, and I've been playing with it all day and I've gotten some really cool images out of it and gotten some really Um, not so Good images out of it, but I I, overall like what it's doing. It's maybe a little bit harder to use, but I think it gives me some more Stylized uh cooler lighting effects and everything this guy like all the misty light coming off of him That's pretty cool. That was really hard to get before with the old ai. So Uh, let's see what's up Randy my brother Randy says God can only uh, be just things happen in the Old Testament perceived as evil was justice served Randy uh, you've got to rethink that my friend I'm not here to tell anyone what to think but if you can honestly justify to me how dashing babies' heads against the rocks is justice then 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 go for it all day long because I think you'll just end up tripping over your own shoestrings like put yourself in the position of that God understand how that really is out of the ego once you deconstruct from that god is open to be whatever he can be within that frequency of love and ultimately that that has nothing to do with virgins and sacrifices and golds and unalive babies and you know you know unaliving millions and like it literally has nothing to do with that and that that is just not god that is the most demonic entity You guys are always worried about demons and I'm sorry, but I I just can't, I can't go there. And that's why I deconstructed personally. So, um, with that said, like, you'll realize that Jesus is literally speaking of a much different entity and he's, he's actually speaking out against that construct and against the control of those extraterrestrial gods, whether you believe they're actual alien entities, or you believe that they are powers that were set up as a mechanism of control, or they were visions or whatever, or spiritual entities, like whatever you want to view them as. But ultimately, there's like a place where you come to and you just go, that cannot be, that cannot be the love that, that I'm told about. And, um, ultimately for me, it really, really wasn't. So, um, but anyway, um, just please, please think about that statement, my friend. I love you brother. Like I really, really do Randy. And I really, I, you've got some amazing things going on for you. Um, and a lot of us do in here and I, and a lot of us too, I, there's, there's people in here that literally have the name Yahweh and stuff in their, uh, in their bio and everything. And so, and I was that guy, I was like very, very into the whole roots and everything movement. And, and I even honestly like avoid, um, like music that's, um, the, uh, kind of Rasta type music, because a lot of it is Yah- Yahweh is type music. And, um, by the way, I love and respect whatever you follow, whatever you practice. But for me, I honestly have served that energy before and it created such a dualistic pull, like this bipolar dualistic um, trying to serve this like, you know, abusive uncle type thing. And I and I just never loved myself and I never even thought to look within because I knew I was just such a horrible, evil sinner and I was just lucky. I was, It's kind of like that thank God for Jesus thing. When ultimately Jesus is like, hey, remember ye are gods. Hey, the kingdom of God is within you. Hey, just stop sinning. Just turn around. Like you ha- you're doing it because you agree to it. Like Literally, like he gave us the perfect ascension protocol. And he reminded us that, by the way, the father I'm talking about is not someone you've seen, you've experienced. He's not a God of flesh. He's not what you are calling God. And ultimately, that was, that was the biggest and brightest message of all. And I think that all the yogis uh, throughout history, including Buddha, Krishna, came to reveal that. And, and I believe that Jesus was like an incarnation of that divine as well. But I also believe we are too. So um, so with that said, just you know, continue to think about that, pray on it. Um, and I have, this has been a very long process for me. So this is not something that, you know, you're not going to prove to me with scripture. Oh, come back to the old doctrinal way. Yeah. It ain't going to happen guys. Um, I've literally been through the fire and back for that. I've, uh, taken seminary courses. I've trained, uh, I was going to be a pastor at multiple seasons in my life. I've gone to every different denomination possible. I understand every possible point of view with that. And I'm definitely not here to argue scripture, but I am here to just tell you vibration to vibration. Love is here, man. Love is here. Love is here. It's here to stay for those who want it. Getting in that vibration, you start to understand who your gods are not. And that becomes very easy. And as you see this going on, you see so much judgment going on. And you realize that this divine source is not a judge because it only allows people into it that are in that vibration anyway it doesn't have to judge anything it doesn't have to pour out any kind of judgment because it literally just is and those that ascend to it ascend to it those that don't are just reincarnated back in the cycle they go through the suffering more and more and more they go to lower density or they go to higher density depending on where they choose to go through free will and continuing to manifest different gods, focus on certain things in different life cycles. That's why I love bhakti yoga, the yoga of love and devotion. Uh, I consider myself a devotee of Jesus. Um, His message was transcendent and beautiful and perfect in in all ways, in my opinion, Uh, especially when you get into the Gnostic Gospels and you just really start to understand, like, I just don't need this, all of this uh, control and judgment and you know, heaven and hell imagery and all the stuff that ultimately was just constructed by the construct that wanted to use it for fear. And 99% of all of those systems were built on a fear based, uh, encoding ultimately. And if you're, if your code is already coded on fear, then ultimately it's only going to manifest that that's where that tree and that root is. We talked about that, uh, eternal tree earlier in, in this morning's podcast and, self-knowledge and how to kind of deconstruct from that. So, uh, but that's just really where I'm coming from. So, um, so let's see, uh, you answered my question. Ha ha. Elise says, Oh, good. Sorry, Elise. I missed, uh, your question. Uh, yeah, we had a lot of questions jump through. So, um, uh, yeah. Uh, so, you know, all of those constructs they don't want us learning about our inner standing our inner standings, okay, like our our ascension within, our heart chakra, the kingdom within. So, um let's see Oh, awesome. Thank you, uh, Angel Revere. Appreciate that, my friend. Yeah, I'll go check that out. Um, my wife is Celtic, so that's uh interesting. I don't I'm not sure if you said druid or duid. Um yeah, anyway, yeah, I'll check that out, very cool, thank you, um, the snake is portrayed as the demon, um, yeah, absolutely, okay, so the way I interpret that, Quartz, by the way, is I see the snake as Christ, I see the snake as, as Enki, uh, the actual light bearer that's like, hey, you're not going to be unalived if you eat of the tree of knowledge, you're only going to remember who you are, and ultimately we eat of the tree of knowledge did we were we unalived no there's like nothing said about that we're just kicked out and the land was cursed and judgment was passed ultimately and then we had to have a law passed uh you know the, the you get the 10 commandments later on you just see the, the the epic that unfolds from that and oppression of people like everybody everybody's tired of being oppressed Quit serving gods that oppress you in the first place. Like that's that's a really, really, I mean, I'm just going to say that's a really honest statement right there. Um, like we end up in the situations because of the gods that we serve. Because we're literally manifesting machines. And we're manifesting the experience of reality we want. And we're projecting on God through the source code, through source energy. We are manifesting the gods that we serve. You want to believe in aliens, you're going to see aliens. You want to believe in ghosts, you'll see ghosts. You want to believe in the Holy Spirit, you'll see the Holy Spirit. You want to believe in visions of Jesus, you'll see visions of Jesus. You want to believe in Middle Eastern Jesus, you want to believe in hippie Jesus, you want to believe in, uh, you know, uh, Sumerian Jesus, whatever. Like, you're going to see that version of him and it's gonna be real you're gonna experience it and by the way when you leave this body whatever you're meditating on is gonna become your reality in that space between incarnations and you're gonna have this incredible psychedelic trip of everything that you've meditated on your entire life that's freaking scary guys think about that are you ready for that we're worried about heaven or hell but think about the karmic cycles. Think about reincarnation. Think about the energy that you're literally building here that you're moving. You want to serve energy into the source because the source is coming through you. Create a feedback loop. If you've ever taken a microphone and put it up to a speaker, and you hear it goes, and you get that resonance, that's what's called a feedback loop. It's because you're taking energy from one source. You're putting it in another, and then it's magnifying back through the original source. And then it creates a feedback loop that with an exponential growth rate. And it's a, it's a really cool thing if you've ever tried it. I used to work with old school sound systems. Not very good at it, but, um, but I used to uh, get a lot of feedback. That's why they didn't ever let me do sound after that. So I was more of a lighting guy, design guy. I did a lot of theater growing up, a lot of production design. Um, ultimately that's why I'm an entertainer. And then I, you know, my heart was telling me, I want to be a pastor. want to be a pastor. want to be a pastor. Then I realized what that was really about. Then I went, you know, uh, started my business and everything ran my business for years. Uh, ended up giving up all of that to do this full time. So when I tell you guys, please support me full time. That's, I mean it. I've like, I stopped everything to do this full time. I've been doing this for a year now and, uh, very, very grateful to make a living at it. And thank you. Every little bit helps you guys. So, uh, Jessica says, I think hippie Jesus resonates for me. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I just did some AI art of yoga. Jesus, Jesus doing yoga. In fact, I posted some TikTok videos today. Go check it out. Uh, you'll see an image of like yoga Jesus in there. Uh, and one of them, he's got a beautiful crest of the sun on his head. Really, really pretty. So, um, This knowledge is old. Do research, uh, Book of Enoch and the Emerald Tablets. Uh, The Bible is not the oldest book of understanding. Oh, yeah, guys, the Bible is actually really new compared to a lot of these. And literally, the Book of Genesis is all recycled, okay? You know, we have to, like, cite our work when you write a college paper. Well, if they had had to do that with the Bible, there would be a lot of citing going on because they'd be, like, citing the Emerald Tablets and they'd be citing the Sumerian mythology and the Babylonian and, like, you would see all of these different like credits going on rather than no, this is the word of God. And by the way, that whole word of God thing came out of the the time of King James when he was printing Bibles and giving them away because nobody liked him. And you can go look into why I can't say that on the air here, but just go look into the canonization process guys. And it, it's not me. It's just humanity has done this. Okay. And these are the stories, but the reason that you don't understand the stories is you never looked and you've been told by a construct, this is the word of God, over and over and over and over. By the way, ma- many of you maybe have never read the Bible and maybe don't want to, and that's fine. I have no issue with that because I think you can find, embody, and become the Christ within you because he's already there. The kingdom's already there. Like I don't think it is the Jesus character. I think it's the Christ energy. I think it's the Christ consciousness or the Buddha consciousness or the Krishna consciousness. And ultimately we're going to experience that entity by whatever we project him i think you can see alien jesus and you know have that saving energy that salvation that we're talking about by the way i don't think is the salvation out of um going somewhere i think it's the salvation out of where we're at now the ascension to a higher plane of existence because we've literally been bound by all of the stuff that we see in these ancient mythologies again for better or for worse For literal or for esoteric, however you decide to take it and read it, ultimately um, we are on this, uh, what we might call an indentured servitude planet here. So, but this is very interesting um, because it gets in, it's talking about the judgment here. um, And so uh, one of the key lines here that I hadn't read yet, I just want to end with this. Um, he says, therefore, all that is hidden shall come upon them forever and ever for neither angel nor man shall have his portion, but alone they have received their judgment forever and ever. So think about that. Neither angel nor man shall receive their portion again, like what kind of God is doing that to us? And ultimately, um, we have what has been hidden from us. And ultimately it's up to us, each and every one of us to wake up realize what is um, and then we see that this judgment has been passed. And no one will receive their portion. but again you get light workers, star seeds, yogis, gurus, prophets, Christ's being born into humanity over and over and over again telling you, by the way, this is your portion. by the way, you are love, you are forgiven, you are good enough. by the way, ye are gods. by the way, don't forget who you are. By the way, you are part of the supreme being. By the way, you manifest everything you experience. By the way, ultimately, guys, I think that is the message. That's my message. Is it my message for you? No, it's my message for me. Ultimately, everything I do here is for me. It's not for my ego, it's for my own soul, because my soul is your soul. We are part of a super soul, I believe, that is part of the Supreme Being. Now we're all individual pieces, broken apart, lowered in vibration, trapped here, judged here, tied up, and then put back into this feedback loop of the flesh. And I say we get a feedback loop of the spirit going where we are channeling source, magnifying that, Source will magnify through us. Ultimately, we're tapped into the infinite well that Jesus himself drank from. Let's do that, guys. Let's quit arguing about doctrine and dogma. This is the way. That's the way. Because when you find it, you just find it. We don't have to argue about it. Somebody said, am I a Freemason? No, I'm not. Honestly, I've never even studied that. This is all for meditation, yoga, reading, praying, deconstructing. Seeking my whole life it's just all me so sorry to disappoint you. I know a lot of people hope I am somehow sharing secrets I, it's, I, I'm i not I literally am NOT I've never even looked Looked into it beyond like what you just see on the internet. So for me Guys, it's all here. You want to know the secrets. They are literally in you. There's no information You do not have access to we are quantum entities You can literally travel through that with your consciousness. Download anything past, present, or future. You can prophesy. You can see the past. You can see the multiverse. You can hear it. You can embody it. You can manifest it. You can jump whatever timeline you want in your life. Quartz says, yes. Love it here, Jessica, says. Thank you, Jessica. Jessica, if you love it here, Go hit up the Mythos community. You're going to love all of us in there. It, we, we just have such a good time. We get to go even deeper on all this uh, all this stuff and just continue exploring as a community. Uh, Michael says, hello from Texas. What's up, my brother? Uh, Truth That Travels says, yes, channeling. I actually just uploaded a whole section on channeling to the course. I talked about the course this morning. It's on the website if you want more information. It's called Charisma Light Warrior Academy. Uh, you can go check that out, but please check out Mythos. The way i can do these afternoon videos is because of the mythos community we've got our community on here we've got our questions they support what i'm doing here and ultimately we have our calls on saturday and then i just answered a bunch of questions in the group today so y'all go deeper with us yes it's called mythos mythos is basically we're all building our own operating system so a mythos is basically a set of agreements about a thing and uh, that's why I named the community that because it's all we're all discovering our own mythologies, our own mythos, our own operating systems, our own truths about who we are, that type of thing. So ultimately, it's just an open-minded community where we all get to seek. I'm not there to give you the the Christ secrets as a guru. I'm there just to facilitate conversation, help give you whatever support I can in your journey. Uh, but we get to have some deeper, cool conversations over there. So go check it out it's on my website, www.cubcooker.com. Um, and it's also in my profile. It's my stand store, S T A N dot S T O R E slash cub cooker. Y'all go check it out. Thank you guys for letting me, uh, do a little bit of promotion. I try not to put too many ads in the podcast or on the YouTube version of this. That way, uh, You know, all the monetization ultimately is coming from you guys that love what I'm doing instead of you watching a commercial for dish soap or something that has no relevance to what we're talking about because that drives me nuts. So ultimately, I'd like to turn and maybe get a green screen that works better than this. This is absolutely, absolutely annoying. So I'm sorry about that. I'll try to get the flashing fixed or move the camera against the white wall or something. I don't know what this is. I have the windows closed um but anyway we'll we keep working on the technical stuff here so anyway i love you guys y'all have a beautiful beautiful afternoon um and thank you for the questions good one today um hope you're enjoying this book of enoch study again uh we're going to be dabbing back and forth between book of enoch the anunnaki mythology we're going to talk about metaphysics more um and so we're really just going to kind of like flash back and forth between all of that even between what's themed obviously i kind of talk about them all together because they go together so we just kind of hit different angles of all of it so thank you guys for being here thank you jessica kenneth thank you my friend thank you guys that are in mythos truth that travels y'all go check out at truth that travels um missy is on here too y'all go check out her channel where was she what is her channel uh i don't know she was in here a while ago uh, but yeah, y'all go check out anybody that tagged mythos in the group here. Y'all go check them out. Uh, a lot of them are creators as well. So, um, you don't have to be a creator to join whatsoever, but y'all, y'all, uh, y'all get to meet a lot of cool ones in there too. So at Leathercraft Nation too, my buddy Jacob Moroni over there, go check him out. Um, let's see, Rennie, thanks for being here. Elizabeth, thanks for being here uh thank you guys over on facebook who else do we have here uh ricky john mark wolf justin susan hannah stephen Rhoda, michael benjamin anna uh toxicana micah i didn't even see you micah micah's in our mythos group too thank you for being here randy thank you my brother love you all thank you great questions today glad you like the new artwork y'all peace have an awesome afternoon i'll see you on the next one Twice a day, 11 a.m. Central Standard Time and 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Y'all have a great afternoon. Peace.